So here we are on a weekday in Advent. And what are we doing? We're preparing ourselves, preparing the way of the Lord. We're taking some time out of our busy Advent, a time when many people are worried and concerned about decorations, about buying presents, about planning greetings and meetings and celebrations. We're taking some time to be prepared for the reason of the season. Taking some time to prepare the way of the Lord, the coming of Jesus Christ and the joy that he has to bring us at Christmas. In our reading, the Lord says he's going to comfort his people. In the book of Isaiah, there's lots of prophecies. And Isaiah spans a large portion of the history of the people of Israel. But the people of Israel had suffered in many ways. They had sinned, they had gone astray. And because of their turning their backs to God, they've turned away from the protection that he had for them. And so they had fallen victim to numerous afflictions. But in this prophecy, our Lord is saying he's going to comfort his people. He's going to draw them back to himself. He's going to cleanse them of their sins because they have been suffering as a result of them. He wants all of the people to come back to him, to repent and to be reunited with him. And in this way, they are preparing the way of the Lord, making room in their hearts, drawing near to the Lord. And Jesus sends his messenger ahead of him, a voice that is John the Baptist when it comes time for his ministry. And Isaiah talks about that voice, telling the people to prepare the way of the Lord. We are preparing, not exactly for the ministry of Jesus, but preparing for that celebration of his birth, knowing that that's the beginning of the end of the suffering, knowing that Christ's coming in the flesh will bring an end to our burden of guilt, of sin, will bring an end to our slavery to sin. That Jesus Christ, through his passion, death, and resurrection, comes to set us free. But even before that, it starts with him being born. And so we are to prepare the way, recognizing the Lord when he comes. I can only imagine that there were many people at that time who were completely oblivious to the work of God in Jesus Christ. That here is Caesar trying to count the number of people he has so that he can tax them more. And yet God is using this census in order to get Mary and Joseph in the right place to fulfill his prophecy. Caesar even aware that he's following God's plan? Probably not. And how many people who gathered there in Bethlehem had any idea that while they are staying there, the Savior of the world is going to be born in their midst? Probably very few. Probably many of them were just going about their daily business, maybe even grumbling that Caesar was making them do this, travel to these cities and register. And yet, it's all part of God's plan. And those who are paying attention, those who are interested, those who are humble and looking for those signs and indications of God, 
They are the ones who recognize the subtleties of God, the ways that he's working through it all. Thinking of the wise men, they saw the star of the king of kings, and they traveled a great distance. And so as Mary and Joseph are going into position because of Caesar's declaration, meanwhile, these wise men are watching, knowing the prophecies and seeing the stars, how they're aligning and preparing to welcome the king with the star of Bethlehem. And that they're following these subtleties. How many people even bothered to look in the sky? How many would have even noticed the signs there? So many people busy going about their daily lives, all wrapped up in themselves, probably not even noticing God's subtlety, the ways that he's at work amongst his people. And we know in our passage that it says that the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all people shall see it together. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. And yet this glory is hidden in this sacred humanity, in an infant. How many people perhaps saw Jesus as this infant and were completely oblivious as to who he was? Imagine if the shepherds didn't have the angels appear to them. Would they have even known to look for the, the Messiah, to look for the newborn king? And if Mary and Joseph, while they were staying in Bethlehem, were just going about in the marketplace, would anyone really know that the God of the universe had become man and was going right past them? And yet the Lord tells us in our prophecy to rejoice because of this good news, because of what God is doing in our midst. And for those who are humble, for those who are well-disposed, they can recognize these subtleties. They can recognize God at work in their own lives, God at work in their midst. And it says that the Lord God comes with power, and he's going to rule with his strong arm. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock, In his arms he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom, leading the ewes with care. What a beautiful image for those who trust in the Lord. And what a strange thing to say as we're preparing for the celebration of Advent, that God is going to hold in his arms like little lambs, holding them close to his heart. And yet it's God who became man, who's being held close to the heart of Mary, as she's carrying him about from one place to another in the midst of a very busy town at a very busy time. We are here trying to slow down, trying to clear our minds and our hearts to prepare the way of the Lord, to recognize the subtleties of God at work in our lives. How many times can we go throughout an entire day and not even think to stop and recognize, hey, this thing or that thing happened today that doesn't normally happen. Or what a very strange coincidence when actually it's God at work, God blessing us in subtle ways. Those of us who are well-disposed, those of us who are eager to recognize God at work can notice these things 
can recognize God among us, God in our lives. So let us continue to prepare our hearts to slow down, to reflect. What are those moments in our lives, those coincidences that are actually God at work, or as some people call them, God incidences? What are those moments of God in our lives where he's revealing himself subtly? When we notice those things regularly, it draws us closer to the Lord, and it opens us up more to notice him alive in our lives. So let us quiet our hearts and reflect upon our day, our week, our month, and think about those moments where perhaps things just seem to work out or unexpected joyful surprises took place, those moments where God is subtly at work in our lives that perhaps we hadn't noticed before. Let us think of those things as we continue this Christmas Novena.